0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of uh, the New Decibel. I'm your host Nirjhar Bhattacharya. As usual, I'm so glad that you guys are here today, and we're talking about sales pipeline. Before we start, um, if you want to reach out to me, uh, please drop me a mail on connect.nirjhar. That is n-i-r-j-h-a-r and connect spelled the normal way at gmail.com. Or you can find me uh, on my work handle on Instagram called the New Decibel. Um, you can please drop a DM and I'd be very happy to respond to you. Um, so today's episode uh, about pipeline, that's a very interesting thing that a lot of people, um, of course, have heard about pipelines in their line of work, um, especially salespeople, but sometimes they don't understand the value of it um, and, and sometimes they don't understand how to execute it well uh, because a good pipeline means good sale, good sales means good revenue, good revenue means good commission. It's just the basic right uh, for the people who are from non-sales background or people who have never had the exposure towards the sales pipeline let me tell you what that is uh, effectively what it basically means is that it's it's a list of leads that you would want to eventually convert Um, into your clients now for that process to happen you segregate the pipeline into different criterias different structures uh, allowing you to um, manage them better allowing you to interact with your pipeline better in such a way that you have the highest conversion happening right now why are sales pipelines so important sales pipeline in general um, make a lot of uh, life easy for a lot of sales because most of the time we are just running from one place to another there's so many leads um i mean in my personal professional life um at a point in time i would be managing about 120 200 leads um and that obviously makes situation quite difficult because you don't know who to call who not to call who said what um so in general a pipeline is a good um idea to have from the perspective of sales hygiene um it really does allow you to sort of um keep a good track of what's going on with which client, when is the next uh, date, which is coming up to meet to send an email, etc. Uh, now there's no one correct way of doing it. I obviously used to, um, maintain an Excel sheet, which used to help me build my pipeline pretty well. Uh, but it also was, um, further enhanced by using of a calendar app. For me, it was the Google calendar because I found it to be the most convenient. And, uh, In general, it sort of really, really helped me keep track of who, like, with whom, what I'm interacting about and how that's going. Um, So, in general, um, how do you make a good pipeline? Basically, in how I would do it is that I would basically talk about uh, the client's name, the point of contact from that clientele. the person's, uh, designation, because that's a very important situation. You'll eventually realize it, whether a decision maker or they're simply someone who's going to be having a conversation, you'll have to move that conversation further ahead, right? Um, uh, their designation, um, and then the conversation that happened. And then from your understanding of it, was it a warm lead? Was it a, co uh, cold lead? Was it a hot lead? Um, and what is the follow-up step? right, including the date and what needs to happen. So just to give you an idea, so for example, if I go meet someone like the general manager of uh, Mercedes-Benz and I'm pitching a product for, I don't know, seat covers, for example, and the conversation goes great, then I write that XYZ is under the name section. The designation becomes his... the the general manager for the store then you add in further details such as your email your phone number uh, what was the sense of the conversation if there's any specific requirement that he wanted from you in the follow-up etc that comes under the remarks section Um, and then you simply just write when is the next follow-up going to happen he said send me mail next week or give me a call next week or come down next week or two months down the line you know whatever the timeline is uh, and that can uh, matter a lot if your product requires that sort of a time frame Uh, Where you need to get in touch every month or so, um, it's good to keep that track because you can easily forget with so many leads going on. Simply put that. um, And that brings us to a very important part is how do you decide if something's a hot, a cold or warm lead? Uh, for me in general whenever I've seen a client give a very good response where they're very enjoying the conversation, whether it's on the cold call, uh whether it's face to face, but they're enjoying the process of this discussion happening where I can see this converting better. And I think that's a very instinctive thing. As salespeople you know uh if the if the conversation is happening in a in a very solid manner or not. Um so for me personally that's that's something that drove really, really well for me. Um so, once you have that idea of how warm their uh, response to your interaction with them has been, you can really identify it as a warm lead. Um, a hot lead, obviously, is something that's going to flow like this someone who already requires a product, um, they reached out to you or you stumbled upon them, but they were very excited that you did. Um, and it's literally going to close anytime now, right? As long as you just provide them with, hey, listen, this is what we do. This is what we want to do. it be like, you know what? Come down right now. Let's close. That's a hot lead. Things that's going to close within the next week, right? Uh, warm lead is, again, someone who's excited about what you're saying, but still wants to discuss it further, wants to get an idea about what works, what doesn't work um and then that brings us to our cold lead now cold lead can be divided into two part one which is not interest in this innocent fuck off right now the fuck off leads basically get pushed down for recycling which goes down to another salesperson who can probably interact better uh sometimes it just happens they don't like you and that's why it's not closing so it's very important to let it recycle a couple of times and see if uh if that is that feeling regarding your product can change when a different salesperson comes into picture uh but the other bit is of course uh, i mean the other bit in terms of co-leads are basically someone who probably would like to buy it or is not surely sure about the product but is maybe um would like to have the discussion again later when they have a better clarity or maybe someone who has um, wants to buy the product but is still exploring other options and maybe better or cheaper options and you know about it so put them in your cold lead because you don't want to invest too much time and energy onto a lead which is not going to necessarily convert now a good salesperson is someone who actually understands um the value of a good um, conversation and how that is going to eventually pan out. So if you if you're not that person, probably have someone look into that for you. Uh, but again, investing time into cold leads is is not a very logical thing to do. Warm leads, absolutely. Hot leads, definitely. Right, that needs to happen. Um, in in regards to once the conversation has happened, your follow up needs to be extremely strong because that's going to help you sort of uh, keep your pipeline. In, in active status, it's going to give you a good idea about what's happening month-on-month, week-on-week, day-on-day because depending on the product, your follow-ups will be that. Um, so maybe this week, they were very happy. Next week, there comes an issue. Maybe they're traveling. There's so many things which can happen. So keep that updated on your database about what's happening. Make sure it's reflecting on your calendar. If you need to make a call, and as a salesperson, I would be doing some 15, 20, 30 calls in a, in a day. Um, so our, my calendar was jam-packed. Just to show how much, uh, how many calls I was dealing with. I mean, I'll show you just right now, actually. Uh, and again, this is probably for the people who are on YouTube. And eventually, when this comes up on my YouTube, you can actually see my calendar, which I'm showing right now, is filled. This is all, this is all filled data. So I know exactly what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I need to do it. Um, this makes a lot of difference for me because um, I need to plan my shit better and it helps me do that um, in terms of recycle as I said for me personally recycling is a good time when you know for a fact that uh, you're not able to close it and it's a good potential for the lead to eventually you know uh, work out in the long run just pass it on to your teammate pass it on to someone who can probably convert it for you or convert on their own because if you're just holding on to lead out of ego it's just a waste of Revenue for the company, it's a waste of your time, it's a waste of everyone's time. Just let it pass. Um, And if in the next couple of uh, sale men's cycle or sale women's cycle, it doesn't close let it come back to you and give it a last shot and then let it drop. Sometimes, you know, you just have to drop the lead. Um, in my opinion, a full pipeline is always important. So if I have a pipeline of, say, 100 people that I start with and I start interacting with about, say, 10 every month or 20 every month or 30 every month, um, it is extremely important that I also add 10, 20, 30 every month to the pipeline because what happens essentially is that some of the leads will convert, some of the leads will get dropped, some of the leads will get extended. You want to make sure that at any given point in time your um situation is as such that you have enough um sales leads onto your sheet so that you can have conversation every single day making sure there's a conversion happening on a sing- like a, on a daily basis um so my opinion best to do is that uh, you keep a full pipeline and a good salesperson honestly works in probability like as a person as a salesperson that i was i had a very good conversion rate now uh, some people do about reach out to about say 20 clients Uh, Sorry, 20 prospective leads, um, out of which 10 become hot leads. Out of which probably two will close, and those two will probably take at least six, seven meetings to happen. Um, I've been very lucky in that prospect. Maybe uh, I mean it's not just talent; there is a lot of luck involved. I always believe that. Um, But I would pick 10 extremely good leads, out of which I would have six or seven convert. I would have a def. I mean, I mean, I used to have really good conversion, 70, 80 percent conversion at any given point in time. Um and on top of that, um, my meetings would not extend beyond say like a couple of meetings and things would move faster. When I moved to a higher ticket range where I was looking at um like a like a product costing like a crore, maybe a few lakhs, like a lot of lakhs into it. Uh, even then the conversation didn't really stretch beyond probably three, four meetings and which is which is really good for that situation. So as a salesperson, I would always gauge the probability of it closing, how much effort that needs to go in, and for me that was always a key to keep me sort of um moving in that space so i think as 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 you being a salesperson you should also really focus on having that good enough gauging of 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 the situation so you know exactly how much you should expect out of this particular meeting that you're going for right that being said um a good conversion rate is anywhere between i mean of the hot leads which become the warm leaves you know because you speak to so many people hot leaves don't really matter because they close on their own but if you have warm leaves you should at least have a 30 percent closure that should be ideal so which means if your target is only 10 you cannot be meeting 10 people because you'll end up closing three right so you need to do your math right as to how to reach 10 which means how many people you have to meet and that becomes much 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 more easier when you have a full pipeline because it allows you to focus on probability of conversations and how to actually convert that so if i already know that i'm speaking to mercedes but audi is going to convert faster and quicker i'm going to invest all my time into audi and then quickly move to the next client which might be a tata which might be a land rover which might be xyz xyz right um so that's what should always be the focus um, in terms of follow-ups how to actually reach out for a follow-up when you're building a pipeline um, I personally have seen with a bigger client like a someone who's a much more senior uh, uh, Designation emails obviously do well But if you build a good rapport in the first go a call really does the trick uh, because you're not just calling and saying "Yo, listen I need you to send me this I'm following up. It can be just a quick conversation saying hey listen I'm sorry to bother you. I know you must be busy but I just want to check if you want to grab coffee because we anyway had to pick up on that conversation from earlier and when it's a, it comes with a more personalized touch, people are more responsive. Uh, it's easier to get that follow-up moving. So I think that's a very good approach to it. Uh, but of course, sometimes it just has to be the email um, because they do expect that. With senior management, that's always the case. Uh, do send mails. Um, and I've already spoken about the mail etiquettes in one of my other podcasts. It should always come back with follow-up one, follow-up two, follow-up three, because if you're not following up rigorously and they don't feel that pressure coming from you onto them, then I'm going to respond as quickly. Um, a good salesperson is also someone who closes quickly, churns that lead, and moves on to the next one. So I think as a, as a focus, we should always make sure that we're we're absolutely um, thorough with what's uh turnaround time we keep for ourselves individually and at a localized level so that it doesn't come to a situation where we have a lot of hot leaves and a lot of warm leaves or whatever the fuck you want to call them but none of them are converting because that really doesn't mean shit right um so that's that's usually how i look at building a pipeline how to exe- uh, execute them um quickly to sort of reiterate make sure you have a good conversion rate make sure your pipeline is divided into hot warm and cold leads, uh, making sure that you have a full pipeline at any given point in time. So, whenever there's uh, anyone getting a different status from hot to warm, warm to cold, or someone's just dropping, make sure you're adding more and more leads onto your prospect so that you have more conversations happening, which means bigger revenues. Uh, Follow up should always be on a call, but if preferable with a senior designation person, it can be an email. I understand that. Um, and just, yeah, for from just a hygiene perspective, make sure you're recycling your leaves in case you're not able to close them because um, when you're working with for yourself, with the company, however you want to look at it, um, the revenue for the company or your own company is paramount. So you need to make sure if you're not able to close it, keep the fucking ego out let someone else do the job for you, right? Um, and that takes care of how to build a timeline. I hope you had a good enough understanding of how this works. Um, and if you already did, then I probably add a little more to it. If you didn't, then I'm really hopeful this you took something back from this. Um, I all, as usual, really enjoy speaking to you guys. Um, let me know if you have any other feedback. Cheers guys. Thank you so much for tuning in into this episode. I hope it gives you a little insight as to what happens when you're closing and what are the small hiccups that might come and how to deal with it. Um, And I hope you can implement it going forward when you're pitching to your next client. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next episode. Be safe, guys.